At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Welcome to the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside West Reynolds right here at South Point Casino in fabulous Las Vegas. Uh, we got a great show as always, Wes, on a Tuesday. Of course, Will Hill is going to join us, the King of New York, here in hour number one and in hour number two, Tim Doyle is going to help us break down the final four in the NBA. As uh, Timmy and I like to say, the Stash Brothers. We, we had bad mustaches back in the day, but the Stash Brothers will be reunited. You know, I told Matt Santos, our producer, I just wanted to talk golf for two hours. I don't think that's going to be allowed here, but I'd like to with all the, uh, the stuff going on with the PGA Championship, which does begin on Thursday. So I do want to uh, pick your brain about that. Uh, but before we get into the into the NBA, just watching the press conferences this morning from Southern Hills in Tulsa, like John Rahm is being asked, right? They're like, John, did, do you like it that they're talking all about Phil not being here and Tiger being here? Do, is that good? Does it take away from the – as they're asking him the question on the Golf Channel, they have a two box of Tiger Woods hitting chip shots. Right. And John's like, who, who, me? You, you talk, like these guys, they all say they don't want the attention until they don't have the attention, mm-hmm. and then they want the attention. Mm-hmm. I can tell, Wes, it's bothering the other players on tour that they're not talking about us collectively. They're talking about the old guy who's won four Wanamakers in, in Tiger Woods and Phil Mickel, who's, Mickelson, who's the defending champion, and it's not there. Well, I think this live golf tour that is uh, funded by the Public Investment Fund, which, by the way, that fund owned by the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Yes. So 
that I mean, there has been a lot of consternation between the players. Look, some players are like, hey, they're paying us all this money. And then some players obviously having the uh, moral objections to the poor right human rights record of that uh, nation. And just a lot of guys saying stuff before they speak, mainly the uh, commissioner or kind of the figurehead of this LIV golf tour, which is one Greg Norman, who uh, really stepped in it last week Boy. and probably should just stop talking. But <laughs> they, they asked Rory McIlroy about this, and he's been outspoken against this tour and been very loyal to the PGA Tour. He's like, I just want it to go away. I want it to be done because I get a feeling like you were saying, this is becoming a little bit of a distraction for these guys. It because really they're is. always asked about it. And it's really be, it's really divisive. I think uh, on the, basically the PGA and the DP world tours, because you know, every guy's financial situation is different, mm -hmm. but you know, based on where this money is coming from, I think uh, a lot of people just, you know, feel squeamish and rightfully so about being part of this thing. So you know, that's the big topic, even though we're right before the second major of the year. I can't believe it. We're 48 hours away from it, and that's what all the conversation is about. Uh, again, some guys that aren't there, the guys that are there, we're not talking about the golf. We will get to that. Certainly, you and I will today. Tomorrow, we're going to have Carl Paulson on the program joining us uh, from SiriusXM, of course, former PGA Tour player, about everything going on uh, at Southern Hills. And we'll get more into that a little bit later on in the program. But, of course, we do have the Eastern Conference playoffs. I know we're all excited about seeing Boston and Miami uh, do battle here in the finals. And when you look at a preview for game number one here uh, between these two squads, yes, I get it. Miami's the one seat. It feels like Boston's the one seat. It feels like Boston right now, at least in the, in the betting market, is the team that's got all the buzz about them. And Miami is the team that's kind of been and continues to be slightly disrespected in the betting market. How do you look at the series as a whole? And when you see that this, the Heat right now, just two-point favorites over the Celtics tonight in game number one. I think the right team is favored in the series, and we, we did talk about that over the weekend. The winner of the Celtics-Bucks series is probably going to be the favorite in the series over the Miami Heat. One, it could have been the defending NBA champion, Milwaukee Bucks, so they're not going to be an underdog. Right. And then the Celtics with the, the fact that they knocked off the defending NBA champion. So there's going to be a new recipient of the Larry O'Brien trophy. So you kind of had a feeling that they were going to be the favorite a little bit, because I think we saw that heat series against the Sixers and maybe the market's not giving the heat a lot of credit mm -hmm. because it's like, well, the Sixers, you know, Embiid missed the first two games and obviously James Harden, not looking like the, the old James Harden, the Houston Harden as it were. So maybe Miami didn't get a lot of credit. And plus the Celtics did win two or three in the regular season series. However, this is their third game in five days since the Miami heat have actually played. Right. And, you know, sometimes I think too much rest is a bad thing. And we'll get to that when we talk about a couple of the hockey games tonight, mm -hmm. but maybe this is good for Miami because I like the Celtics in the series, but I actually like Miami in game one. So that is why I'm not betting Celtics series until they go down one, nothing. Because if you look historically, at least in recent years, uh, teams do not perform well in the following round after a game seven in game one of the next series. I believe it's 32 and 49 straight up in the ensuing game one. That's only a 39% winning percentage. So you have both teams with injury concerns. We know Kyle Lowry out for game one for Miami, but Robert Williams still doing with the knee issue. Right. Marcus Smart. Had a, a had a midfoot sprain that he suffered in Game Seven, Which so would we be don't a, know. a significant loss more than people really right. be into, right? Especially, especially defensively, no doubt. Yeah, because if you look, 
these are the two best remaining defensive teams of the final four in the NBA playoffs. Uh, the Celtics obviously getting credit for their defense, but you got to look at Miami fourth in the regular season and D rating and second here in the postseason. And I do like Miami small on the money line tonight. They're a small favorite. There's two, there's some one and a halves out there. So mm-hmm. basically the low I saw was a dollar 25 on the money line. It's basically a dollar 30 in the market. You look at what the Celtics did on Sunday. 22 of 55 on threes. We've seen some ridiculous amount of shot attempts, and that's really what you have to do in today's modern-day NBA. But it like Dallas, who who lets them fly from everywhere, they're only taking like low 40s in the attempts. And the Celtics taking 55 threes and going 40%, making 22 of them, that was your ball game. But are you really going to be able to do that on a short turnaround just with one day in between third game and five days? against the Miami team that ranks first in opponent three-point percentage. That's 34.1%. Like I said, the two defenses are the best remaining in the NBA playoffs. Uh, in terms of the pacing, the Heat ranked 14th amongst the 16 playoff teams in pacing. So that's why I think that you're seeing the under get a little bit of support, and we saw it in game seven. Yeah. Now, that ended up going 1-1 because you had that bonkers fourth quarter and a blowout with Dallas 41 and Phoenix. 41-30 in a, in a game that was already decided. Phoenix puts mm-hmm. up 41 points, and Dallas scores 30 in a game that they didn't. I mean, that fourth quarter, that, that under beat, if you had the under, I think you had it analyzed the right way. I just think that's one of those bad beats you can't right. foresee coming. Well, and, and in this game here in game one, I do think, again, it trends towards the under with Boston maybe tired legs after a seven-game series against Milwaukee, not just physically but also emotionally. And there's two schools of thought here on the total, too. Number one, guys know that these have been under-trending games as you've gotten into the back end of the series and as you get later in the playoffs. So guys are going to be able to bet it on the opener. I think it was like 206.5 here for Celtics Heat. Now I'm seeing as low as 203.5 at a couple stores. Here's what happens. You get a couple bets, but what happens is the bookmakers know, okay, we know under money is coming in, so we're going to go ahead and move this downwards on air. And on air basically means when a bookmaker moves a number whenever he or she chooses to. It doesn't mean necessarily a bet has come in. That's right. A big dollar amount or necessarily big ticket count. They will move this on air. So you're seeing this. BetMGM is 204, but there's a couple at 203 and a half. It's going to keep getting bet to the under. So if you want to bet these, and this is kind of advice really throughout the rest of the playoffs, if you like unders, bet them early because you've seen this drop. You're seeing the Wednesday game, Dallas Golden State game one of the Western Conference Finals. That was 216 and a half. Now you're seeing as low as 214 and a half. So bet the openers if you like unders. And a great point there. And also, if you like the overs, wait. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think it's great advice. And also what you mentioned about the books. There's no rule that says that they have to wait for big money to come in to move right. the number. They can move the number yeah, whenever they, can they want Yeah, they move it to. when they want. And That's they don't right. have to explain the reason nope. why here. You know, sometimes it is going to be money. I mean, it's never really going to be ticket count. Obviously, that's a little bit of a consideration, but it's always going to be the money bet. That's right. You know, and it doesn't necessarily mean it's a wise guy. It could be your average casual betters, especially more so, I think, mainly in the NFL. Public money does move numbers. That's right. You know, if they're just getting overloaded with the sides, maybe that's not going to be such a factor here for NBA playoffs. But nevertheless, you're seeing this go to the under. But back to what I like here, I do like the money line small. I know I'm going against some smart guys that like the Celtics. And I like the Celtics in the series, but I just think this is such a quick turnaround. You've got a Miami team that has not played since Thursday. I think the rest could be good for these guys. I'll tell you this, too. You said something there that I think I hope people pick up on, and that is – 
you like the C's in the series, but you want to wait until they're down one game mm-hmm. to none. If, if the Phoenix and Dallas series taught us anything, it should have taught you, don't freak out if the team right. you like loses the first game, or in Dallas's case, the first two games yes. of the series. Again, the, really, a, a series hasn't begun until a road team wins. Ironically, Milwaukee won game one in Boston. Right, and have that series end up seven games going to Boston. So these series, we believe, are going to be long series, mm-hmm. probably both in the West and the East. So if your team that you like is down 1-0, and to your point, Wes, if you like the Cs, maybe wait. Maybe don't take this right now uh, before this series begins. Wait and see how game one plays out. And if you're down 0-1, you're going to get a much better number than you are going to get today. Yeah, 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 you're absolutely right. Now, from a Boston perspective, long-term in the series – They've got to be better in half-court offense because if you look at the Heat, second on defense uh, in half-court defense, 88.5 points per 100 plays. Celtics have been pretty average. Now, Milwaukee did use some full-court pressure a little bit in that series, so we'll see if Miami can Miami can do that. And plus, with Miami as good as their defense is, individually they have a couple guys that can be exposed and picked on, like a Tyler Hero right. or if Duncan Robinson, if he sees more run in this series. So that's why you're seeing a lot more of Oladipo off the bench to kind of man that second unit. Victor, a very good on-ball defender. So you're going to see some interesting combinations with Lowry out. Probably Gabe Vincent going to get most of the reps at the point, but Tyler Hero can also be a ball handler, as can Victor Oladipo, and I think that's good for Miami to have multiple ball handlers against this defense. Miami's going to have to knock down threes. We've talked a lot about it in the last series uh, against Philadelphia. They're going to have to do that against Boston, but if Boston makes 40% of 55 attempts, just do that math there. It's going to get really dicey uh, in a long, what we believe to be a six or seven game series uh, in what should be an exciting Eastern Conference final. Come on back much more about the NBA Final Four when you come back with us on the Lombardi Line of the East and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call one 800 522 4,700. Back alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi Line right here on Vs, and we'll get back to the NBA postseason in a second. But we have breaking news here to the Lombardi Line. And that breaking news is we have an official tea time for one Eldrick Woods. Heard of him? Yeah. He's got four Wanamakers. He's going for number five. Wes Reynolds, tell America when well, T. Gray will be teeing they're, off. They're trying to do, like you were saying over the break, like this NFL schedule. It's like, Trip. okay, we're going to leak it. Trip. It's almost like they're doing the the NCAA tournament. Remember a couple years ago when they did them alphabetically instead oh, of yeah. did it what by bracket? What a, what a disaster that was. <laughs> An absolute turd in the punch bowl for all the college basketball fans and all the teams. Hey, we want to see who we draw, one versus 16, eight versus nine. But nevertheless, we do have one tee timeout for the PGA Championship. Mm. It is uh, going off at 8.11 Central Time, 8.11 a.m. Central Time Thursday. That means there'll be 1.36 on Friday afternoon Central Time, so 11.36 a.m. on the West Coast on Friday. It is one Tiger Woods uh, going along with Rory McIlroy and Jordan Spieth. Oh, so Jordan Spieth, who has not won a Wanamaker, but Rory has won a Mm -hmm. Wanamaker, and Tiger's got four of them. Yeah, Jordan Spieth, by the way, is going for the career Grand Slam. That's mm-hmm. what Rory was doing at the Masters just mm-hmm. last month. So uh, Rory has won uh, two Wanamaker trophies. Actually, his last major championship was 2014 Whoa. at Valhalla. Meanwhile, Tiger Woods, last time the PGA was held here at Southern Hills, 2007. However, we'll go over this on long shots uh, later on this afternoon. This course has been pretty much you know, not destroyed necessarily, but restored is what they yeah. say. Renovated uh, Gil Hans and his team and what they've tried to do. They've made this course longer. 7,556 yards for a par 70. Whoa. That is a long par 70. These are big fairways now. They've taken out some of the trees about 40 yards wide mm-hmm. on average. But the greens are what's going to be tricky here because there are runoffs on the greens. Uh, this hosted the senior PGA championship, by the way, last year at Southern Hills in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And there were guys complaining, you miss your iron shot. You miss your approach by about one or two yards. 
the thing can roll off the green about 50 yards. I remember uh, Retief Goosen, who actually won the U.S. Open here back in yes. 2001. He was complaining. He's like, yeah, I much preferred the old style. I bet you did when you were <laughs> when making 15-foot bogey saves and you won the U.S. Open. So, uh, Well, Tiger won here, what, 2007, is, uh, I believe, was when he won at Southern Hills. But your point is the golf course will not be the same golf course that Tiger won no. uh, certainly back in the day. It is interesting when you look at some of the numbers because Jordan Spieth right now bet MGM 20-1 to 1 to win this. Okay, Rory. 14 to 1. Now, in that group of Tiger Woods, obviously, Tiger's number is all over God's green earth out here in Las Vegas. I've seen as high as 86 to 1 at some places. I've seen 40 to 1s. I mean, it is really a variance. You're not seeing the variance with some of these other big names that you see up here because it's Tiger Woods. Right. Some people believe he absolutely has no chance to win this week. Others give him a Tiger Woods chance, which means if he tees it up, he believes he can win. Do you believe he can win? Because, again, he says now the leg is better mm -hmm. than it was just, what, six weeks ago at Augusta National. And Tiger Woods is always going to tell you that because that's the mentality that's, of that's a 15-time major champion. That's the same old Tiger Woods. That's I, right. I, rem I remember the uh, great bit. Uh, I, I forget which tournament it was before, but he did the, uh, the golf course looks good. <laughs> I feel good. I like my chances where it's like the Stephen Hawking talking box for Tiger Woods, and 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 that's what it was. And and look, I'm going to take him at his word that mm -hmm. he does feel a little bit better in terms of his leg and maybe a little bit of rest and just kind of getting out there and doing reps and playing four rounds. But I think this is a course that is going to be a little bit of a challenge for a walk because Southern Hills, uh, the name is very appropriate. This is a hilly course. Yes. It has elevation, uh, you know, about 750 feet of elevation, so not super Super uh, Not level as much as Augusta, but still, it's a haul because it's seventy five hundred fifty six yards. Especially if the wind blows, like the wind can absolutely blow mm -hmm. this time of year in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We did not see it last week in Dallas as the winner, KH Lee, shot twenty six under. If you weren't 20 under, you weren't on the first page of the leaderboard last week in Dallas. I think this is going to be very different for the PGA Championship this week. But I don't know. that That's one thing that I am really awful at in terms of golf handicapping is handicapping, okay, what's the final score going to be? Because usually I feel I feel like I'm too high. And then these guys, I'm like, oh, these guys are the best in the world. So they've shot like four or five strokes better than I thought that they were going to. Like last week at Dallas, I thought, eh, it's not going to be 25 under. It might be 20 or 21 under. It ends up being 26 under. But I do think that this course is going to be hard, maybe the first couple days because of the wind. So there is a possibility right. that this does not play from the tips at 75-56 because of the wind. So maybe some of these holes are going to get shorter. But temperature is going to be, you know, in the 80s. It's not going to be too hot. Like last time I was at Southern Hills when it was played in August of 2007, it was 100 degrees every right. single day. Not going to be that. But it'll maybe touch 90, I think, on Thursday. There's a small chance of rain. But was looking at the temperatures in advance, and I was seeing, like, low 60s Whoa. on Saturday, where it's going to be a little bit, a little bit chilly there in Tulsa. So... You know, the weather probably is going to, you know, change. You look at a forecast like a week in advance, and then all of a sudden it's totally different. But I've been hearing by, you know, that it's going to be okay at least. I don't think it's going to no. be a ton of rain or anything like that. So, you know, it's just going to depend on how the uh, the course is going to play. So that's why I've been kind of looking on the Twitter machine for some of the golfers, some of the caddies, some of their comments. I know uh, I saw something from Paul Tesori, who is Webb Simpson's longtime mm -hmm. caddy. And – he had, a, you know, a couple different teams of guys out there with him and said the stimp was actually slower 
than, than it's projected to be because these greens are going to be slower, by the way, than your average major. I think 11.5 on the stimp was the official thing that they gave out on the sheet. But Paul Tesori was saying this was in like the tens. Whoa. Like these were really slow greens. That's bent greens grass we greens. would play on. So, yeah. Yeah. Because you go to Augusta National, they're always fast. You go to the U.S. Open some years, it's like putting on it's, glass. It's lightning. Yes. Yeah. So you look at Tiger, by the way, Ben Jim's got him at 66 to 1. But interesting here is to make the cut. You can get Tiger BetMGM minus a dollar twenty-five to miss it plus a dollar. Now, to me, this is just me talking here. You know, I cashed in on Tiger making the cut at Augusta. I gotta, and I know that he knows Augusta like the back of his hand. He does know this golf course. He's mm-hmm. won on this golf mm-hmm. course. To me. He's going to be around for the weekend. I, I would be surprised if he misses the cut, and I'm surprised that the number isn't a little bit, the variance right. isn't a little bit bigger. And, and one of the things, obviously, the reason why he's more of a favorite this time around, number one, he just he did just make the cut at the Masters. Yes. On the other hand, keep in mind in this field of 156 players, you've got 20 club pros that are very good players, but there's a reason why they are golf instructors and not PGA tour professionals right. necessarily as, as, as touring on the tour, because they're not good enough to play but out there, nice but they're good players. The PGA tour does. No, I think that's right. that what, that's right. what it's about. And that's what the PGA of America, that's one of their missions. They want to obviously, you know, have instructors and reward, reward the instructors. Pros. Exactly. And you also at the back end of the field, you get a lot of Europeans that get in on the basis of the golf rankings that are not maybe regular PGA tour players like, uh, you know, one that actually won last week. This is probably a poor example. Sam Horsfield, who mm. did win in Belgium last week. But you get a lot of names. Maybe you don't know from like the the Asian tours, like the Korean tours, like you get like B.O. Kim and uh, Ryosuke Kinoshida. These are names you're probably not going to know. Or Sean Norris from uh, the Sunshine mm-hmm. Tour in South Africa. Daniel Von Tonder. So you get a lot of spots in that field where it's like these guys don't necessarily have a lot of major championship experience. So that's why you can oftentimes discount them. It's not like Augusta where there's only like 85 to 90 players where it's like half the field. You can just cross off. You can cross off all the old guys. Mm-hmm. You can cross off a lot of the random first timers that won like the, uh, you know, Mississippi Gulf Coast Classic or something <laughs> in a downfield that's like they're not ready to compete with Justin Thomas and John Rahm and these guys. So, yeah, I mean, I think Tiger probably a rightful favorite to make the cut. I'm actually a little bit surprised that he might not be like 140 or something. That's what I was surprised. The, the, the number feels very playable to me. You mentioned also you're going to get some of those former PGA champions like the Sean McKeels of the world. Rich Beam Rich is Beams, in this field. Right. John Daly is in this field. So those uh, guys, nostalgic. it's mm-hmm. very nostalgic to have them back, and it's great to see them mm-hmm. in the past champions. But when you start to whittle away that field to make the cut line, you just mentioned a lot of players that I don't believe that are going to be around for the weekend. It's going to help Tiger's case. Also, they do take more here. Uh, A regular PGA Tour event is 65 in ties. They take 70 in ties here. Now, last weekend, I think like 84 players made the Byron Nelson. They used to have the MDF, which is the make the cut, do not finish. Because you get 84 players making a cut. That's a lot to get through. So it is officially low 70 in ties. So I haven't bet it yet. I would lean Tiger to make the cut. I'm not obviously betting him to win here. I just think that there's a case you can make for so many guys. But, uh, you know, he seems optimistic, but he's never, you know, I don't think he's going to come out and say, well, I'm really hurting. So. That's right. That's I think the, he stays around for four rounds. I, I agree. It seems to me that would be the right way to play Tiger uh, this week is, is on that cut line. When we come back, we will talk about other golfers, not named Tiger Woods or Phil Mickelson, including the best player in the world right now, Scotty Sheffield. Come on back. It's the Lombardi Lana Visa and the Sports Betting Network. 
The VEASAN Spring Special is here. For only $59, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the biz right here at VEASAN.com. Subscribers are going to have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. Jonathan Von Tobel's got the best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil's going to break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup Finals. Going to have lots of NFL preseason coverage, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles in golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR if you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $59 to be a subscriber through July 31st, so sign up now at VEASAN.com slash spring. Back alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi line right here on VEASAN. We're talking about the tee times coming out right now for the PGA Championship, which begins in about 48 hours in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The second of the four major championships now with the new schedule as they've moved now the PGA Championship to the second slot here. They're going to round out, of course, with the U.S. Open and then the British Open. Right now, we, we've talked about Tiger, and Tiger always commands all the attention. The players are being asked about Tiger being back. I feel like it's starting to grate on them a little bit. They say all the PC things. It's great to have Tiger, and of course it's great to have Tiger. But I think a lot of the players now go, what about me? And if there was a guy that could have the right to say that more than any other player in the PGA Tour, that guy would be Scotty Scheffler. Mm-hmm. But it's not in Scotty Scheffler's DNA. It, it, he says nothing's really changed for him, even though he's won four times this calendar year, including the green jacket at Augusta. He's the number one player in the world. And at BetMGM, he's the shortest price on the board at 11 to 1. And he's won on this golf turn uh, and this golf course. He's said that Southern Hills is his favorite golf course out there. Won there collegiately when he played for the University of Texas. And yet, nobody one wants to bet a favorite. And two, I don't think people really believe for whatever reason, that Scotty Scheffler is that guy. Well, he knocked off a little rust last week, ended up T-15 there at the Byron Nelson because he had not played a stroke play event since the Masters. You win the Masters and you get the green jacket. That means you got to make a lot of appearances, do a lot of media, throw out the first pitch at the Rangers game like he did. You're a celebrity. You know, yeah, he only played one event, and he was playing that Zurich Classic of New Orleans with teaming up with Ryan Palmer, so... That's an event that doesn't really count in the world rankings. It still counts, but nevertheless, that's a team event. It's a different format. So it's like, okay, Scotty Scheffler did probably need that event in Dallas last week. Ended up finishing T15, never really contended. But look, he's certainly up there for a reason. When I was doing some of my modeled statistics in terms of last 24, last 36 rounds, he's up there near the top. And and, and quite a few of them, strokes gained approach, he's in the top 10 in this field. Greens and regulation gain, I believe he's third in this field. You know he's usually pretty good off the tee, even though he didn't rank in the uh, top. I went top 15, basically, last 24, last 36 rounds. Didn't rank there. But something that is going to be key this week and something that I am reading about right now from some of the guys that are there early, uh, Dan Rappaport from Golf Digest, who's a regular yearly guest on our program, Mm -hmm. Long Shots, he is out there in early chatter. He's hearing from the players is about chipping. And you're going to hear a little bit about chipping uh, when you catch long shots later this evening when we put it out at vcin.com and where you get your podcasts everywhere. We have Dave Tyndall on. And Dave Tyndall uh, from Betfair over in the U.K. We had, Grady and I actually had to come in and do the interview early because he's over there in England. Mm-hmm. So we did the interview with Gil as part of a numbers game today. And Dave Tyndall was talking a lot about chipping. You're going to have to chip here. 
out of this like short grass and out of these tight lies because there's not a lot of thick rough that got removed by Gil Hans and his team from around the greens, but there are runoffs here. And I was mentioning, you know, this could roll off, you know, 50, 60 yards like Retief Goosen was complaining about for the senior PGA. Obviously there's a length difference because that course played just a little under 7,000 yards. This is going to be 75, 56. Ooh. So you can't totally compare it, but nevertheless, the greens are going to be the same. So you're going to run them really look at strokes gained around the green and scrambling this mm. week, because that's going to be even more important. Strokes gained approach, always important. Greens and regulation gain, proximity to the hole, strokes gained off the tee, the usual suspects for the ball striking metrics. But you're going to want to really look around the greens. So you look at the guys that have been pretty good around the greens at least the last 24, 36 rounds. Uh, Scotty Scheffler would be one of them. Another guy I would be looking at who did make my card this week, Patrick Cantlay. Mm-hmm. He is, but he is very good around. Well, you the think greens. scramble? You think Jordan Spieth? Jordan Spieth. That's another one. Uh, Rory McIlroy has been good. Matt Fitzpatrick, Justin Thomas, uh, uh, Cameron Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of his specialty. So you look at those guys that have been really good around the greens. Now, according to the stats, some of the big guns and some of the favorites on that first page of the leaderboard that haven't been so good in that regard: Colin Morikawa. Victor Hovland. Victor Hovland is discussed by Dave Tindall on Lawn Shots That's today. not his forte. No. he And, and this is the home game for Victor Hovland, mm-hmm. by the way. Oakie he still State. lives in Stillwater, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. where he played his college golf at Oklahoma State. So this is only an hour drive east on Highway 51. So this is a home game for him. And he's been around the area. Hadn't been playing a lot of golf lately. Been preparing. But the chipping is the worst part of his game. And, and we have seen it uh, basically kind of befall him in some really big spots. So look, you can make a case for all of these guys. It's like, well, she likes Scotty Scheffler this week. Look, I like him and John Rahm every week. Right. I, I, I think there's a reason why well, they're, they're one, two in the world right now. I think this is something clearly, you know, and I don't know that a lot of people into the golf betting space realize and something I learned a long time ago that the best players in the world normally win their majors, major championships mm-hmm. and, and toward uh, mm-hmm. went on the PGA tour as well. In, in bunches. Okay, you can go back as far back to when to Tiger had his first uh, leg issues and who hopped into that void? Patrick Harrington. He won three majors in a very short period of time. Then we saw Rory McIlroy burst on the scene and win four majors in a very short amount of time. We saw Jordan Spieth win three major championships in a very short amount of time. We saw Brooks Kepka win four majors in a short amount of time. And I think the question and what we're trying to figure out now is, is Scotty Scheffler in that window, in that vein of the players I just talked about, or is he a Francisco Molinari? He wins one major and he's around, but then kind of falls off. Or is he a guy that we're going to be talking about for eight, nine years? And the pe- reason why people still gravitate to Phil and Tiger is they did it over decades, not in five-year windows. They did it for literally decades. So I don't know that Scotty Shepard is a guy we're going to talk about in 2030, but clearly we're, we're still talking about him in 2022 for very good reason. Well, he's not a flash in the pan, but maybe he's the kind of the latest of guys that have that, like, what we call short-term dominance. That's right. We've seen Jordan Spieth have those. We've seen Rory McIlroy. We've seen Brooks Kepka have those. So we see these guys that have like short-term dominance. But if you look at trends for the PGA, one of the things about the PGA, it is a major where younger players tend to do better than the other majors mm. like the masters or, or especially the U S open nine of the last 12 PGA champions were 30 or younger than 30. Eight of the last 11 have been Americans. Five of the last 10 have been ranked in the top 10 in the official world golf rankings. 
seven of the last 10 and four of the last five already have a victory earlier in the season. So obviously a Scotty Scheffler would qualify. Yes. A John Rahm would qualify in that regard. A Cameron Smith would qualify. A Jordan Spieth would qualify. So these guys, uh, Masayama, another guy who did make my card this week, uh, they would qualify for that. So, you know, you get some young players though. We've seen a couple guys in the last little bit over decade plus that have won on debut in the PGA. Keegan Bradley did it in 2011. Mm -hmm. Colin Marikawa did it two good years golf, ago. By the way, Keegan Bradley. Yeah, yeah, and he he a may end up champion. making my card. I still got like one spot for kind of a guy down the board, <laughs> and it might be Keegan Bradley. So you look. Uh, this is the major where guys can win maybe with a little bit less experience. I believe 11 of the last 13 PGA champions had five or less starts in the PGA. So you can't ever say, okay, a guy's too young here to win that they, you know, just need 20 and 25 years of experience. They absolutely do not. But look, uh, Scotty Scheffler and John Rahm, I think right up there. I do like Justin Thomas a little bit this week though. I know he is not one yet this year, but he hasn't really done a ton wrong. He's no, got like he's six top there. tens already this year. And there's always one uh, place on my card or my portfolio that I reserve for a narrative street play. Now, a narrative street play just happens to be one of the best players in the world. And Justin Thomas, usually I get that for a guy down the board. But the guy on JT's bag this year is one Jim Bones Mackay. Oh, heard of him. And Jim Bones Mackay spent about the better part of a quarter century with a guy by the name of Phil Mickelson, mm. who is the defending champion here, who is not going to be defending his Wanamaker trophy. Wouldn't it just be the way with Phil not there wow. that Phil's old guy, you know, wins it with the new boss, you know, meet the new boss, same as the old boss uh, here. So wins it with Justin Thomas. They have not won together yet, but Justin Thomas was top five last week at the Byron Nelson ended up 22 under. I feel like his game is coming together. He, his irons are always top notch no are always world-class. But one of the things here, some of the guys that maybe aren't as accurate off the tee, they can be longer, but not as accurate. Justin Thomas, Cameron Smith. This kind of plays a little bit into their wheelhouse this week because you got these wide fairways, 40 yards wide. So probably they're not going to get in as much trouble. Rough is only about two and a half inches. So this is not U.S. Open rough. So you could see these guys, you know, avoiding trouble off the tee. And if they can do that, because this course forces you to hit to the targets, like hit towards the water or hit towards the hazard to take the better angles into the green. Those guys are so good around the green, especially with like short wedges. You're going to get a lot of short wedge shots this week, like 50 to 100 yards because you got two par fives about close to 650 on the course. You mentioned Colin Morikawa. It was so funny listening to him in the press room today say, you know, it's it's been a while since I've won. He's the reigning British Open champion. Mm -hmm. He won at Harding Park two years ago. at the PGA. Oh, and you don't win and every three months. It's a slump. Oh, my God. I haven't won in so long. Talk to guys who have never won anything. It's amazing, their perspective. Uh, when we come back, Will Hill, the king of New York, is going to join us next on the Lombardi. On I'm Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today and win $200 if you place a $10 wager on any NBA playoff game and either team simply hits a three-pointer regardless of your bet's outcome. Simply use the bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first wager to take advantage of this offer. Enjoy the playoffs more than ever with BetMGM. Eligible restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Back alongside West Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi Line right here on VEASAN. Every single Tuesday, we always enjoy our conversation with the king of New York, you can follow him on Twitter as I do at not the Will Hill, but it is in fact the Will Hill. Well, let's talk a little bit about the NBA playoffs to begin this conversation today. Wes and I talked about it a little bit off the top of the show here. When you look at Miami, well rested for Game One against Boston, coming off that seven-game knockdown dragout with Milwaukee. Right now, we're seeing two pretty much market-wide here for the Heat. What do you make of game one? And do you believe that if Miami still wins game one, that Boston's still in play? If you like them, maybe at a better number after game one. Yeah, I, I think Boston's the rightful favorite. I do think they probably win a longer series, a six or seven game series. I think we're looking at some ugly games here. I can get to the total here in a minute. Um, it's, it's unusual to call game one a must win. And I think that's probably an exaggeration. But boy, I think you really need to get this game if you're Miami. Considering everything he said, the rest advantage, their home. Boston just went 12 rounds in a slugfest with Giannis in Milwaukee. Miami's rested, they're home. 
I think if you forfeit home court right away, if you're Miami and Boston, boom, immediately punches you in the mouth and takes, takes care of that. Uh, I think it's going to be really hard for Miami to hang in this series. I do think Miami wins tonight. I think this is a good spot for them being rested. Um, I, I do think this will be a competitive series and I think they win game one. So if you like Boston, in the series, maybe wait and see a game and jump in at a better number here after one game. I do. I do like Miami tonight. Uh, my best bet though, is the under whether it's two Oh four uh, under, I think it's a hundred for the first half. I just think both these teams are top four defensive efficiency, and it's going to be hard for either of these teams to score unless they get easy points in transition. And um, I don't know if we know Lowry's status yet. That would really affect Miami's sort of transition fast break game. He's really uh, kind of the spearhead of that attack. And without that, boy, once these teams get settled in the half court defensively, it's going to be ugly. I think it's going to be a rock fight. I think both these teams just play really hard, really good defense. Both these teams are a little light on shooting. Obviously, Boston's got, you know, Tatum and Brown and, and Williams hit a bunch of threes the other night and, and Pritchard came in and hit some threes. But I think we're looking at some uglier games, some closer games. So uh, under in the first half, under for the full game would be my best bet. And I do think Miami kind of wins tonight. You know, talk about transition here, Wes and Will. Boston had zero turnovers in the second half against Milwaukee. So that really limits the those if you don't turn it over, it's hard to get those transition buckets. So I'm with you guys. It feels like the under might be the right play here. Yeah, and I'm with Will on the side. I'm on record. I'm already on heat money line tonight, even though I do kind of like the Celtics in the series, but I want to wait for after the game one result. But yeah, I'm also with Will in terms of how this is going to play because this is a step up for the Miami Heat mm-hmm. because look, that you kind of played uh, the, the they're being called the hapless Hawks, but they <laughs> did make the playoffs again. Obviously, uh, Trey Young carried him as far as he could, and even he was kind of not that great in that series. And then Philadelphia had the two games without Embiid, so there's a reason why maybe Miami's not getting the credit you would think that they deserve. But this is also a step up for Boston because I think Milwaukee's defense it was greatly exaggerated how good that defense was because they give you a lot of threes, and that's what they want to do. It just so happens Boston was able to knock him down 22 of 55. When you make that many threes, and I do this a lot more in college basketball than I do in the pro, I tend to play regression the next game when you make that many threes in a ball game and just one day in between to have to go game one after you went that seven game series. No doubt about it. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, Certainly in game one tonight and overall for the series, but it is amazing to see Boston that biggest series favorite at about a minus a dollar 85. We're seeing the the next series that kicks off tomorrow night with Dallas against golden state. And this is fascinating because you know, Wes and I were doing the show on, on Sunday and before game seven, you could have got, Dallas Mavericks to win the NBA title at 20 to one. That number's way gone now. So, Will, when you look at this year, for the series and or the game, Mavs plus a dollar eighty-five to win the series, getting five in game one. Again, they're coming off the seven gamer. Feels like the Warriors have been off for, for an eternity here. What do you make of game one and the series as a whole? Yeah, you make a good point about about Dallas because I think JVT has Dallas sixty six to one to wow. win the title, and boy, that's a shout out to JVT and Veasan and, and look, go to Veasan.com slash subscribe. Check out all the stuff we get because you get numbers like that. Feels pretty good right now because I think he's got, like I said, Dallas sixty six to one. I think he's got Miami fourteen to one. He's got a pretty big number on Boston. So if you pick off some of these numbers at the right time, you're you're looking at some good value. And hey, maybe this is the new NBA because Dallas, like we said, it was at a big price. I think Boston. I saw the tweet yesterday. They were 150 to one at the Superbook early February to win the title, and here they are, like what, two to one to win the title. So maybe this is the new NBA where we get some upsets, some Cinderellas. Um, you know, as far as this series, I actually really like Dallas. I don't know who on Golden State guards Luca. 
Uh, it doesn't look like Iguodala is going to play this series. I, his career might be over, period. Gary Payton Jr., I don't think he's going to be back. And, boy, it makes me feel old to even think that Gary P- Payton's <laughs> son is in, you know, in a playoff series here. Uh, you know, Steph's not strong enough to deal with him. Clay, in, in his condition physically, I don't think can deal with Luka. Maybe you try Wiggins. Maybe you try Draymond. Uh, I just think Luka, his passing ability, his size, his strength, his, his ability to make shots, create plays, I think it's a tough matchup for Golden State. And if you're going to surround Luka with all these shooters, um, I think that favors Dallas. And I think the schedule of the series favors Dallas because this is every other day. Now we don't have two days off or three days off. It's one day off in between. uh, And I think that hurts the older team in golden state. So I think Dallas is very live in this series. Uh, I would certainly like him plus the five in game one. I think you can get him like plus 190 to win the series in some places. Uh, I think Dallas is going to the finals. I just marvel at this turnaround for Dallas defensively. And uh, look, they've been able to hide, I think, Luka mm-hmm. effectively because, look, teams, uh, I think you saw what Phoenix was doing the first two games. They were trying to hunt Luka in the pick and roll and have him get switched off onto Booker and, and Chris Paul, where he's going to get beat one on one pretty much every time. Golden State, from a stylistic standpoint, does not run a lot of pick and roll. So that could be good for Dallas, and we'll see if this defense can keep up. I have not uh, made a play yet on this series or even in game one because I'm not sure what to do. But just looking at Dallas, they lead all teams remaining in offensive rating, also effective field goal percentage. And look, they're one of those teams. Boston's kind of trying to copy the same thing. Take a lot of threes and see how many you can make. Take over 40 and see if you can make 16 and shoot 40%. And I think uh, they pretty much did that against Phoenix. I think they were right on line 39 to 40%. So Look, I can't just make a convincing case to say, okay, go ahead and lay it with Golden State. Maybe I kind of like them in game one because Dallas in the same scenario Mm -hmm. that Miami or Boston rather finds themselves in tonight. Got a couple minutes. I think it's. Yeah, no, I was going to say it's a good point with all these three pointers because we look at these games from every angle, strategy, matchups, adjustments. A lot of the time we could sit here all day talking about these games. It just comes down to how many threes you take, how many you make. To me, it's too much. You mentioned the uh, the Boston-Milwaukee game where Boston shot 55, (laughs) Milwaukee shot 33. I mean, we're sitting through these NBA games. They're shooting 90 threes in a game. At some point, I wonder if the league will take a look at moving the three-pointer back because uh, I think the problem, first of all, it's too repetitive. You shouldn't have a a series or a game where there's 93 pointers. Uh, And I think the problem's twofold. The three is worth too much and it's too easy to make. Like if you're shooting 90 in a game, I think there's an issue. Well, they should have fours like Antoine Walker recommended all these years ago. Commissioner Will Hill. I will sign up for that. That is music to my ears, my friend. Yes. Either back up the line. We got to switch. This is getting way out of control. Okay, two minutes to go with Will Hill. I got to ask you, because uh, you guys know me by now, I want to talk football all the time. And when you talk about the Gigantes there in New York City, and I look at that win total in the NFC East at seven, everybody loves the draft that the Giants had. Will, would you play over the number? Can they get to eight? Or is this still a team looking at seven or less? I think they have a better chance to have the first pick in the draft than to make the playoffs. To me, this is an under, and this isn't a knock on Shane or Dable. I think they're coming in and just reading the tea leaves here. They just cut Bradbury, uh, you know, just reading their press conferences and all their quotes. They're going to take a step or two back to take a step forward. I think they're going to undo everything Gettleman did. It's been a disaster for the giants the last three or four years with drafts, with cap situation. They're basically in cap jail. I think they're going to clear the cap here and just say, you know what? We'll take our lumps. Next year's a good draft with the quarter 
quarterbacks. We'll see what we got with Jones. We don't expect much, but uh, not that they're tanking. I just think this is going to be a year where they come in, they set the culture, they win five or six games and, and sort of weed out some of the issues with the cap and, you know, try to you know build this from the ground up. I think that's the situation we're looking at here. I don't see this team going to eight wins to beat you. Maybe they scratch their way to seven and get you a push, but I think this is a good bet on the under here. Will got about 20 seconds before we got to get out of here, but the blue shirts do advance in seven games over the Penguins come back from three to one Rangers hurricanes starting tonight. Who do you like in the series? Hurricanes about two. Yeah, I, I thought that was, to, I thought that was tomorrow, but the, uh, the Rangers showed a lot of toughness coming back from three, one, you know, face deficits in all those games, but they're going to have to play a lot better. I would think Carolina beats them. Uh, great stuff as always from the King of New York and maybe the next See commissioner in the NBA. I'm going to sign up for that. We'll always appreciate the time, the information, my friend. We'll catch up again soon. Thanks for having me, guys. See ya. Thank All you, Will. Right. When we come back, let's talk a little Major League Baseball, unless you have more tea times, because we know the PGA Championship. They're just sprinkling them out slowly but surely. Come on back. It's Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.